You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. Ah, yeah. No, this is not the theme music for Suits. This is Lil' 50 Cent, because we have a birthday girl in the house. Yeah! Notice how I took last week off and then came back from her birthday? We want to say happy, 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 happy birthday to our lady here, Tiana Hobson. Thank you. Happy birthday. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. It's and her my birthday. birthday. <laughs> Super Bowl is secondary to her birthday. (laughs) But Bing is for doing, and we are right back here doing it yet again. This is the AfterBuzz TV Suits After Show, and I'm Tara Johnson. I'm very happy to be here with you today, and I have two lovely ladies with me. Who would that be? I am Tiana Hobson. The birthday girl. Birthday girl. Hey, birthday girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Ashita Anre, my new favorite show. Yes. Yes. Our Suits family is growing because mm-hmm. Ashita is now going to be sitting with us permanently on the panel. See, we're pulling people in one by one. Yes. Because this Suits show is the business. It sure <laughs> is. It is. So we are doing season two, episode 13, Zane versus Zane. And before we even get into whole, the whole Zane versus Zane thing, I have to do what I think is the most important relationship in the show, Mike and Harvey. Let's do a quick mic check. Mm-hmm. Do we think Mike is back in with Harvey back in the good graces of the firm, like, what do we think? What's the temperature right now? I think it's still kind of on the rocks. I think he's on the right path, and he is showing that, you know, he is becoming better each and every day. But I think it's still a slow road to get back on Harvey's ultimate good side, because mm-hmm. Harvey knows how to hold a grudge. Mm, yes, he does, with me learning that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Harvey. Do you think Mike's back in... Good graces? I think he's working his way back in. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I thought the horse game in the beginning of the show, which I loved, Mm -hmm. watching well-dressed men, like, shoot piles of paper into a wastebasket, (laughs) but I thought that was a good indication that Mike is making his way back. I think it's a start. Right. I think think it's a start. start. I think he's testing the waters just to see if he really got his shit together. I wonder if Mike was letting (laughs) Harvey win that game just so he can try Mm -hmm. to get back in the good graces. Oh, you know what? I didn't think of that. But he might have done that because, I mean, well, one, you never want to really beat your boss, right? Exactly. Right. It's kind of like if you have a boyfriend, you don't want to beat them because then they get all saddened. That's the lady's secret. Yeah, the lady's secret. (laughs) Yeah, we let you guys win. (laughs) FYI. (laughs) We are good. We just let you win. (laughs) It's true. It is. But I will say I did enjoy Harvey's like spin move when he was in his vest as he was trying to dunk. Oh, that was hot! Great way to start the show all day long. Yes, great day, great way to start the show. But the name of the episode is Zane versus Zane, 
And it seems as if we've been introduced to Rachel Zane's father, mm-hmm. the infamous Robert Zane, who mm-hmm. we've heard so much about but never saw before today, yeah. portrayed by Wendell Pierce from The Wire in Treme. Tremendous yeah. actor. Love him. Amazing. Big ups to Wendell. Mm-hmm. Love so, you, Wendell. <laughs> it starts with Rachel and her father having a birthday lunch. Mm-hmm. And it goes from good to bad pretty quickly. Very quickly. Was anyone surprised that her dad was black? Uh, a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I just asked the question because it had actually come up in my mind watching last week's episode. Uh-huh. I was noticing that girls got a booty on her. <gasps> Okay, because those tight little pencil skirts, it's, I mean. <laughs> That's from our engineer, Martin. Thank you, Martin. No, she, she, yeah, wears, she, she wears those pencil she tights. Does, and she's, And it's like a little plump. It's a nice butt. Yeah. She's got a great ass. And so I was like, oh, when I saw that her dad was walking, I was like, that explains the butt. That does explain the butt. That doesn't okay. explain my lack of one. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't have one no, either. But, but that does explain. <laughs> I, I um. I feel like I got cheated on that. Right. In that I did too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel a little. Yeah. And I'm well, all. I'm blessed in other areas. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand what you're yes. trying to say. Yes, exactly. I, I wasn't. I mean, I thought there must have been some kind of diversity or interracial yeah. or something, but I wasn't sure if they were gonna go with, you know, someone black playing her father. But happy to see Wendell Pierce. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy. Very happy with that. too. So the lunch starts, and they're ordering, things are going well, and then it goes south really quickly. Mm -hmm. Do you really think her father was making any kind of comment when he said, do you think they judge you because you're a paralegal? Like, I didn't didn't take it. Well, that's a history there. That... From her getting upset by that comment, I think that was just stemming from her history with her dad growing up. So she kind of took it as a jab. That's how I read into it. Yeah. I think she's a little sensitive on the subject with her father Mm -hmm. and trying to impress him Mm -hmm. in ways. And so everything that he says is kind of like, she takes it personally. I mean, even in the deposition that we'll talk about later. Right, right. You know, everything that he says that comes out of his mouth, she's taking as a personal blow when he might not be meaning it in that right. way, mm-hmm. even though it kind of comes out that way. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I just felt from the beginning, and maybe not from the beginning, but as the episode goes on, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll definitely talk about it, that some of her reaction to him really wasn't him saying anything. It was just kind of how she somewhat feels about herself. You know the old adage, a hurt dog will holler? Mm-hmm. So yes. whatever he's saying or whatever, it seems to really be hitting her in a place that maybe she has some insecurities herself. So That's maybe it's point, not yeah. Zane versus Zane. Maybe it's Rachel versus Rachel. Rachel. Mm, She's having that's an a inner good that's a struggle. Good, you know, that's a good inner point. struggle. Yeah. So she has this lunch with her father. She completely walks away because he asks her about, you know, do you think they are they're judging you because you're paralegal? Mm-hmm. And also he brings up the fact that she hides the fact that Robert Zane is her father. Is that something that, I mean... Are you shocked by the fact that well, you they, had that? they probably will treat her different. I can yeah. understand that. You know, they treat me different when they know that you're my dad. I get it. You know, so that I understand. Now, the paralegal, I mean, hey, paralegals, we work hard. It's no joke. You better say yeah. it. We work really, really hard. So, coming from a law background, that is. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. and I've worked with some talented paralegals. I mean, hands down, no, seriously, hands down, when I first started working at a law firm, mm-hmm. paralegals taught me everything that I know. Mm-hmm. There are some paralegals who know more than most lawyers. Right. So yeah. I, that's why I'm like, there's no shame. We just shame. don't want the debt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I, Hello. I kind of always think of paralegals like I think of nurses. They know everything. They Absolutely. know just as much, mm-hmm. if not more, than the doctors, or in this case, the lawyers. Mm-hmm. They just don't have that 
title. Right. right. But, you know, they know everything and they are just as smart, if not smarter, than some of the people who get mm-hmm. a bigger paycheck. Absolutely. Right. And that's why I was like, well, maybe this is something with her response about how she feels about herself being a paralegal because mm-hmm. we all mm-hmm. know paralegals get they get it in they get down like mm-hmm. they know yeah. what they're doing mm-hmm. so she immediately goes back to the law firm and asks Mike to get her on this case right um I think mistake number one yes I agree I mean that's like isn't that a conflict of interest or something I mean you Which, want to prove to your dad that you can handle it it kind of is but I don't think it's a conflict of interest I think it's just way too personal and that's what, you know, Harvey's always mm-hmm. saying is don't make it personal. Right. And this one, it's, like, blatantly, obviously personal for her to, like, stick it to her dad really hard. Yeah. But is this really sticking it to her? I mean, being I on know. the case. Because that's why I, I was like, being on the case, if if Pearson Hartman beats your dad, mm-hmm. are you really sticking it to him? <laughs> I mean, I, just, I didn't get it. I was like, are you really, you know, are you really sticking it to him? Well, I think she wants to just prove that she can do more than just be just a paralegal. I think that's her point. The point is, I can handle you. I can handle what you bring to our client. I can handle everything that comes with this case. True. So I think that's where she's going. And she's extremely emotional about it on the flip side. Extremely emotional. We've seen a lot of emotion from Rachel Mm -hmm. since this mid-season premiere. Her, you know, reacting to Mike and now reacting to her dad. Mm -hmm. I know this episode was great because it kind of opened up her character. We're Mm -hmm. seeing more about her. But it's just a lot of emotion. Yeah. yeah. I liked getting more background yeah. of, of her character because, you know, she has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know much about her and sure. her upbringing. And we know she's a foodie. Um, and that's about that's all true. that we knew, you know. So I, I liked getting to see this side of her, even though it was like a very personal side. And I think she just wanted to show her dad, like, this is what I do. It's not really necess- like I do more than just what you might think of, mm-hmm. of a right. lowly paralegal. Like, I sit with the big dogs and I run with this crowd here. Right, and I'm going to kick your yeah. ass. And right. we're going to... That's, and we're gonna That's exactly what she said. She has an office <laughs> in this... Like, she, is as a paralegal, has an office in this law firm. All the other first and second year associates have cubicles. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. that speaks volumes right. Yes. right there. You know. Okay, so Harvey uses the fact that Rachel wants to be on this case to his advantage. Mm-hmm. So the case is a gender discrimination case. Their client is Sloan Mosley. Mm-hmm. Seems as if before, I know, before <laughs> um, Sloan Mosley, there was a settlement, $10 million settlement, but the attorney who was running the case died before the settlement offer mm-hmm. was inked. So now Robert Zane is taking the case, and he wants to start it all over again. And Harvey's been given the mandate to cut him off of the knees by Jessica. Mm-hmm. Who and- I love. We all love. Yes. Gina Torres. Sure. Oh, fun fact. Please. Mm. Lawrence Fins- Fishburne's wife. Is Gina? Is Gina. Yes. You didn't know that? I did not know <laughs> that. I did no wonder. That's some fantastic, talented family. Yes. I wonder they run scenes at the dinner table. I, I hope that's so. A, that's and they have an question. adorable little baby girl, too. I did oh, not know that. Okay. Thank you. See, yes. look. Fun facts for we you guys. All, we got all facts. sorts of stuff going on here. <laughs> So, so Harvey takes, takes it, you know, takes yeah. advantage of the fact that Rachel wants to be on the case um, and includes her in the deposition. When she says, you know, when Harvey says, well, what do you, you know, what do you think? Will it rattle your dad if you're in the deposition? And she's like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. And Harvey says, well, you know what? Then that means this relationship is worse than I thought. He cares about you more than you know. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an opportunity for her to get off the case. It was. I took it as not to get off the case, but to rethink 
how you think about your dad. That was, I mean, I thought that was That's what I thought a big clue. Yes. And she didn't. Mm-mm. No. I mean, if Harvey's telling you this, I feel like, okay, Harvey's a guy who's not the most, like, I don't know. Sentimental. Yeah, sentimental type of person. Mm-hmm. So for him to say, like, wow, your relationship with your dad is really bad. Right. And you don't know this. Then the, uh, for me, I'd be like, wow, maybe I need to step back and, like, realize exactly how bad this has gotten. And the effort and- that he took. Because he removed Donna, mm-hmm. and then he started. He made her answer her own questions. Right, is how he did it totally. to make yeah. her really kind of think about what she's doing and how she, she was feels so about her just gung ho on the idea of like, yeah. no, we got to take him down. We got to take him down because mm-hmm. maybe in her mind that's the only way she could prove to him that she's worthy of his love <laughs> or something. I mean, I thought it was ironic coming from Harvey because I don't know if everyone at the firm knows that, but Har- the relationship Harvey had with his father, who's passed away mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. was a very special relationship. So you're right. For Harvey to make this comment to Donna, it probably means more, I mean, not Donna, to, to Rachel. Rachel. Mm-hmm. It probably means more than even she realizes because mm-hmm. he's like, this is father, daughter. I don't have my father any longer. My father was everything to me kind of thing, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And she just didn't take the opportunity to, to think again. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, it really is Zane versus Zane. It right. is not mm-hmm. Sloan Mosley versus Folsom Foods. Right. At all. At all. Nope. What do you think of the deposition? I liked it. Coming from a lawyer's perspective, right. I'm not a lawyer, yeah. you know, but I have a legal background. But I love the way Robert did his job. He did. <laughs> he yeah. did his job, even though he did it in front of his daughter, you know, which hurt him because he was like, you know, you saw me rip this woman apart in front of my daughter, you know. But I liked that aspect and how cool he was. And just the way the show is written. And he was like, you know, Mike is trying to stop it. Like, you're badgering her. You know, this is not what you do when you go to law school. What law school did you go to? And he was like, Harvard. (laughs) And here's the question. (laughs) He laid it down. That was awesome. That was was so phenomenal. That was one of my favorite scenes of the episode. He was just (laughs) so fierce in in it. And I was like, and I was like in my couch, like, oh my gosh, like, make it stop. (laughs) Like, leave her alone. And you know, when like you react like that to like television, then you are on a good path. You're on a good path. Yes. Yes. You were on a good path. That was good. That was very sexy. (laughs) Her favorite word. Yes. All right. I I get it. It's okay. No, it's fine. So he did. He laid it down and went into Sloan Mosley, but all Rachel heard, it could have been just her and her father in that room. She just heard him speaking, saying, what did he say? You are pathetic. Mm-hmm. You can't make it in your chosen profession, and you don't have the fortitude to try you something. Fortitude. You're untalented. You're untalented. Everything. Everything. And she took it personally. And Harvey made sure she heard it when he was like, did the court reporter get all of that? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear down there? Can you hear down there? I was like, wow, Harvey. Yeah. She was like, we got it. We heard heard everything. (laughs) So he was like, okay, she's playing right into my hand. Mm -hmm. But then she goes for Mike's jugular in the bathroom because he called called off the deposition. Mm -hmm. I just think she was trying to find the weakest link in order to, you know, to talk about her frustration because she couldn't tell her father how she really felt. Right. Because Mike did the right thing for the client. Right. But then that's when she learned the lesson mm-hmm. that this is not about you and your dad. It's about your dad and the client. And we have to represent the client and to make sure that she is OK, because he knows Mike knows that Robert got her good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that he hit that that deep inside where she's just like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm everything that he said I was. 
and I and I'm not a good person. I'm not good for the job. I'm not qualified for the job. So Mike did do a good job by canceling. I mean, not canceling, yeah. but ending it mm-hmm. and having that conversation also uh, with Rachel. But did. I mean, I, you're right. He made yeah. a great point to her saying, pointed out, this is not personal. Right. This is mm-hmm. really about the client. About the client. But do you think she heard that part? Because she still kept going. Like, she accosted Harvey while he was having his me time. Mm-hmm. Trying to eat his bagel <laughs> as he walked down the street. No, she didn't get it then either. No. You know, like most people, you tell mm-hmm. them stuff and they just keep going until they hit the wall. Yeah. And she even went to talk to her dad, too, and came after him again. And was like, you're picking a fight with my family. And... You know, I was like, wow, I mean, you're still not getting it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just open your eyes for a second here, Rachel. Like, put the anger behind you for a second. Like, Mm -hmm. let's drop that for a second. Right. And let's think clearly and like a lawyer, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Get your brain on. Okay, so let's, I guess we can kind of wrap up the Zane versus Zane. So it seems at the end... She and her father were kind of going down the path to having a better relationship. But I have a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel as if anything in the episode really led up to that kind of reconciliation because, you know, for different reasons, Robert Zane just decided to drop the case. And, you know, we'll talk about the other reasons why he decided to drop the case. And he just decided to come to his daughter and say, "Okay, I dropped the case you know, we're going to go on. If he had kept with the case, would they not have reconciled? Maybe Was it that she told him he took the LSAT? Like, I didn't... <clears throat> I, you know, I love the writing and mm-hmm. I love how the show normally wraps things up, mm-hmm. but this one just kind of felt pushed or forced to me. Like, I didn't see where the resolution came. I think... I felt like I, like... Robert had a epiphany moment when she told him about the LSAT scores and everything that he was like, wow, maybe I also need to back off a little bit mm. in this relationship to for us to be able to move forward. So that's how I took it. That Robert, I, that Robert, Robert dropped the case to have a relationship with his daughter. Um, I think not necessarily the case, mm-hmm. but just the whole, like, their storyline wrapping up with right. a better place. Mm-hmm. I think that he realized that, you know... My daughter's not tell- didn't tell me for six weeks that she had taken the LSATs. Didn't tell me she was even studying mm-hmm. for the LSATs. I have to change that. Something has to change within that. Right. So that's the kind of progression that I saw. Okay, that's a good point. It, yeah, but, that's that's a good yeah. point because you're right. It wasn't just that she took the LSAT. It was. Mm-hmm. I really think it did hit him when she said, and he was like, "When?" And she's like, six weeks ago." And you're right. He's like, "Oh, man, man, the mirror moment." Yes. <laughs> Where he's like, "I gotta try to look at myself," kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> But, but I mean, he also didn't just let the case go. You know, he... No. But I think he did... I think he dropped it because he did say conflict of interest. Yeah. Right. I, so I think that he knew he had to to main, to get his relationship with his daughter better. That's a good... Yeah. I think that's, that's, a that's good point. I think that that was his strategy. Okay. I, me personally. Yeah. That's yeah. how I took it. Be, only because he said it was conflict of interest. Let me ask the question. Do you think the Zane versus... The, do you think this is the last time we'll see Wendell? I hope not. I hope not. Now that they've introduced him and his character, I I hope that we get to see more of him and... And his fierceness. Yeah, the fierceness. Maybe he'll come back again and try and, like, partner up with, you know, merge the firms Mm -hmm. again. I don't know. yeah. There we go. And then now that you talked about that, I love... We'll we'll talk about it, because I'm just excited about what Jessica said. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. We love everything Jessica (laughs) said. I know. I just love what she said. So we hope... Well, we're loving the show, and we hope that you're loving this after show. And if you are, please go to iTunes and download the podcast, subscribe, 
rate, comment. We want to know what you like, what you don't like. We want to know what you think of all the points that we're talking about of, of the episode. So let us know. We can want to hear from you. We, you know, you talk to us. We talk to you. We all are suitors. We all love suits. So we want to know what's going on. We really appreciate your support. And we're looking for five stars. We're working really hard here for five stars. Mm, yes. So we appreciate it. So I think you're right. Let's jump right back into the episode. And we were mentioning Jessica. Mm-hmm. So throughout this whole Zane versus Zane case, there was some other Pearson Hardman things going on. Mm-hmm. So a part of the case was, so Robert Zane goes to Jessica and says, I know you need a win. Think about taking this reduced settlement. And Jessica goes for broke. Oh, yes. Do we not love Jessica in this role of... It's not only that she's in charge, but she's so calm with everything. Well, that's women. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do it. Hey. That's how we do it. Do you agree? Yes, I do. Yes. We are very subtle. Yes. Yes. And the sharpest one. Yeah. The chess master. Yes. That's true. Exactly. You don't even know what we're doing. But we're doing it. But we're doing it. We're doing it. You don't even realize that we're doing it to you. Exactly. This is some Jedi mind tricking stuff here. Look, people, I think we may be giving away too many secrets. (laughs) You might want to hold off and think about it. We might be giving away too many secrets. I know, right? But when when Robert comes to her and says, partners have left, associates have been poached, and clients have gone, Mm -hmm. her response was, partners were pushed associates were fired and clients were retained and I was like pick your face up and you can leave his, her <laughs> right, office right, right, now. right now Right. like this is not even mm-hmm. gonna happen so he threatens her with telling, trying to force her into a settlement then he tells her you know we can merge the firms and become Pearson Zane that'll also help you get out of this case mm-hmm. and Jessica will not let this go so the way this episode kind of ended mm-hmm. was that there's going to be these 113 dis- gender discrimination cases. And Jessica's decided that before she goes into bed with somebody with a gun against her mm-hmm, head, yeah. as she was saying. Looking down at the barrel of a gun. Looking down mm-hmm. the barrel of a gun. I will, we will fight all of these cases. Basically, she's setting it up to bankrupt the firm to right. make a point. To make a yes. point. We love Jessica. Yes. And all her wisdom and her Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> but do you think she's taking Pearson Harbor where it needs to go at this moment? Given it's like really fragile state I think she has to I think she has to prove a point and that's why he and he even tried to call her bluff and he was like so you're gonna you're joking and she's like look at me mm-hmm. and you see how I, why do I like these little subtle <laughs> I think I'm telling something about myself <laughs> all about confessions you know I'm like why do I like this yeah so um, she's like look at me which is telling you that I'm going to fight you to the bitter end. And if it costs me my firm, then so be it. But I'm not going to merge with you. And I also liked how she jumped in there with, you know, this might take down our company, but I'll be the last one standing with mm-hmm. a fat check in my hand. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's for real about that. Yes. And then- I was like, see, and right there. Jessica, drop the mic. Walk away. <laughs> no, she. No, wait, wait, wait. No, she dropped the mic when he said, "Oh, so you're playing this little chess game?" And she oh. said, "This is not chess. This is dominoes." And I want to be like, "This is dominoes, boo boo." Yeah, this is dominoes. <laughs> it felt like a real housewives moment. Then she dropped moment. the mic. Yes. 
boo boo, bam, and like bam. walked away. And what? Yeah, no, he walked away. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was like, okay, I have nothing. Yeah, I have yeah. nothing. I have nothing. So <laughs> Jessica is setting up this firm to go into a fight, mm-hmm. and we know that now Robert Zane's not taking the case. So dun 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 dun. Mm. Daniel Hardman's this coming is gonna be good. back. This is gonna this be. This is gonna, gonna be good. good. This is gonna be really okay. good. <laughs> so the last kind of point or piece to this episode was the Lewis lit Katrina Bennett. <laughs> kind of scenario. What is going on with those? Two? They're like kids. Oh my gosh. Because Lewis is a child. Lewis is right. a big child. Yes. But did we like this like playful banter pranks back and forth <laughs> with each other? I, I enjoyed it. I don't know how professional it looks as lawyers <laughs> with the things they were doing but it was entertaining for me. True. As an audience. And who spends $3,000 on a gold-plated nickel <laughs> alloed uh, cuticle trimmer? And trimming it in your office, right? So yeah. you, did you see the cuticles well, on, the, yeah. on the desk? That's why gross. were they? Why was there so much? When was the last time <laughs> you did this? If you spent three thousand dollars for this thing to have to do this, why are you not using it right. more often? Because You're, the pile should not be that big. Well, knowing Lewis, he probably did it did, on purpose. He bought it he just for that one too. point. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I don't even want to think about that. I know that's just no gross. offense. This is crazy. I don't want to think about that whatsoever. <laughs> And him and his juice because he's what was he doing? Oh, quarterly cleanse. Quarterly yes. cleanse. I'm doing my quarterly cleanse. Yes. What do his, you want? But I love <laughs> yeah. how he he made her wait. Yes. Until the juicer engine stopped. And all the way. Yes. Even as it's slowing down, you know, you could have started. He's still like it's like, <laughs> and then as soon as it was silent, okay, now, now you, you can, can proceed. Yeah. So Lewis was in this power power struggle. But with Katrina, I mean, the struggle really wasn't with Katrina. She was just getting the brunt of it mm-hmm. because he couldn't fight with whomever he really wanted to fight with. Mm-hmm. So this thing back and forth between Lewis and Katrina, do we like Katrina? I still don't know her angle. Mm. I don't know what her end game is. Uh-huh. And that's what scares me and makes me unsure of her. Just because the whole way she got into the firm and now she's here and I know we talked about this, but my thing was I know that Lewis is out of line with the way he was treating her, but she was kind of also out of line because why didn't you know who Lewis was? If you come to work for this firm, you're supposed to know who the big the top guns are here. Right. You don't walk into a job interview not having done your research and homework. And she wanted to work at Pearson Hardman. So that means that she did a little bit of background research. You should know who Lewis is. Do you think that she knew who Lewis is, but just was playing with him when she said she didn't because he was in the office doing the cuticles? I really don't think she knew. You don't think she knew? Because she went to Donna and was like, who's Lewis Lit? Yeah. But more like, who is Lewis Lit? I took it as, who is Lewis Lit? Give me the scoop so I know how to get him. Oh. That's how I took it. Because I don't think that for her to be as smart as she is to not know who Lewis Lit is. That's true. Well, she is a former DA, and she reminded I just, him, I deal with murderers, rapists, you know, like, yeah. I know how to play with the boys, right, you know what right, I mean? Like, I know right. how to get down with the get down. Mm-hmm. So maybe she did just kind of play him yeah. when she walked into her office. That's how I took it. Okay. You know, simply like, well, you know, you putting your dukes up, I can put mine <laughs> I can up too. And that's why she said, if you are, if you go toe-to-toe, you need to be prepared to go to the, dis- the distance. And so she knew that's what she needed to know. That's what I think. And do you think the jail was too... I thought that was hilarious. That was yeah, funny. That was funny. I think that was really <laughs> funny. 
<laughs> Lewis is sitting in jail for this cuticle he spent $3,000 <laughs> right, right, right. cuticle trimmer he spent $3,000 for but all the while she thought that he was after her because of gender discrimination like she had no idea yeah. why this man was even mm-hmm. I like how they tied that in because you know that was the theme of the case that mm-hmm. everyone was working mm-hmm. on and then this was happening on the side and I, I liked how they pulled that all together so you think they're going to be a united team going forward I don't know. I don't think I don't think so. Mm, don't think. Mm. I don't think Lewis is ever going to like her just for the fact yeah. that he didn't get to hire his person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the Lewis and Donna conversation. Oh. Mm. That almost kind of broke my heart a little bit. Really? Yeah, just because I know that Lewis is trying so hard cuz he wants to be back in with the playful banters and when he told Donna like you haven't spoken to me since you told me you never wanted to see my mug like in your face right you know that was kind of I was like dang she hasn't talked to him since then nope you know and now she's like coming out of here like coming at him asking favors like hey leave this girl alone and it's like was Donna kind of in the wrong for that you know I think Donna was doing the Donna thing which is Donna knows all and protects all and she's Mm -hmm. like okay enough is enough for Mm -hmm. this girl that you know you're going after her not even really about it's not even really about her it's like always it's about Harvey right and so like lay low let this girl alone she doesn't even really know what she's getting into and she's walking into something that's really not even about her Mm -hmm. but I think it still breaks my heart that after everything Lewis still wants Harvey and Donna's approval so much but did he... Well, let me ask you guys this, because I maybe misunderstood, but did Harvey do those pictures in his office? That was Donna. That was Donna? That was Donna? Oh. Because I, I thought he asked. He asked, Donna. and she gave, like, that Donna smirk. Look. So I took it as it was her who did it, because he kept saying, like, we're back, we're back. Right. And that made that's what made me think it was Donna who did it, and she oh. was just kind of, you know, being subtle with it, like, hey, we're, like, on a path, like, here's my white flag that I'm kind of waving mm-hmm. to you in this okay. gesture of putting up your mugshot, which was hilarious. Did you guys read what was captioned know, at right? the bottom of yes. all this? <laughs> I, like, paused the TV. Right. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Senior asshole? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Lewis being a dick. Like, it was yeah. really... Right, right. I loved it. Right. I really took it as Harvey did it. I took it as Harvey I did it, too. Yeah, I took it. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Yes. What did you think posted? I thought, because at first, I thought Donna was saying, mm-hmm. kind of giving the wink, like, I did it, and I know that would mean something to mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm. but it would mean so much more if, if Harvey, Harvey did it. So I took it as Harvey did it. Okay. But I don't know. I don't so know. Yeah. Who did it? Who did it? Did who it? shot Question. JR? Who posted the pictures? So we <laughs> yes. have to, yeah. I think Harvey did. We'll see. We'll see. I maybe think, they'll reveal it. Maybe they'll reveal it. I don't know. Donna's just so sneaky that that little smirk, you know, it's like, what mm-hmm. are you saying, Donna? <laughs> I can't read your mind. That's true. But I think it's pretty twisted that I can paper your entire office with pictures of your mug shots and really offensive captions, and that makes you stand up and go, yes! <laughs> and frame uh, them. Right. The yes. time. Yes. yes. This means so much. And what about the pants? Oh, yes. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> This man stands up to go, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be in, and rips his... What's up with the purple underwear? And it had sequins? <laughs> yeah, it looked like he had on sparkling when purple he, underwear. He, I would in the, the underwear. <laughs> Did you miss that? I was too busy still trying to read the posters in the <laughs> back. <laughs> Peep the purple, blinged out blinged underwear. Out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not and really surprised, though. What's in your seat? 
that rips your pants like that? What I took it? it as they put glue on his chair yeah. oh. and pranked him, like, yes. standing up. Wow. The pranks keep going. That yeah, I took funny. it as a second prank. But. That's hilarious. Okay. I think that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so. Lewis, Donna, Harvey are somewhat back. Yeah. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat back. Mm-hmm. We're getting there, Lewis. I think getting so. There. We're getting yeah. there, Mike. We're getting there, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Baby steps, you know? Yeah. One right. step at a time. And <laughs> Lewis we'll see. Funny. That must be such a fun character to play. I know. To go into work every day and just be that character. You I don't know. even know how to describe that character. I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's the point of Lewis. Right. We can't. The writers, who who came up with that concept of Lewis? I don't know. I wonder what they put down the description of it. It's probably blank. I want to know if he's based off of someone that they knew in like a law firm. Right. That's like, good. You know, Aaron, let us know. Maybe the they have like, you know, that mm-hmm. guy in mm-hmm. the office who's the Lewis or something. I think I, I think I've worked with several people. I will not name names that would, could be Lewis, like wrapped up in one. Yeah. I think there's many New York lawyers. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> let's do some news and gossip. Okay. Yeah. After Buzz yeah. TV News. Well, we know we love Suits here, but Suits seems to be an international phenomenon because uh, in the UK, Suits just premiered its second season. I think it came back for its midwinter review, January 23rd. But, um, and it comes on Dave TV in the UK. Mm-hmm. And what they actually have done is they've done this big marketing plan where they've created this fake fragrance that they're putting in magazines. And the fragrance is called Success by Harvey Specter. Mm-hmm. So it's this entire page ad that they've taken out. Dave T- TV's taken it out. And it's like a perfume bottle. And when you pull it back, when you peel it back, there's no scent. And it just simply says, yeah, you wish you were Harvey Specter. So the UK That's gets down. Awesome. Yeah, the UK okay. completely yeah. gets down with suits also. And I'm um, sorry, but speaking of the UK... Um, Gabriel Mock actually did an interview where he was talking, giving some season three kind of Ooh. tidbits. Yeah. And he was just saying that, you know, the potential for mergers are happening everywhere and they might possibly have to go to England to like wrap some things up in season three. So there we go. There we go. UK just all over all suits right over now. The place. Yeah. Love it. And we, I mean, there's a great thing that USA Network is doing. They have Characters Unite Month. And what that means is throughout USA in their programming, they're doing programs that talk about racism and gender inequality, homophobia and bullying. And so this Suits episode is a part of that entire month long campaign because our Zane versus Zane talked about gender discrimination. So they're having different people, Sarah, Sarah Raphael and Gina Torres are going to be doing PSAs talking about gender discrimination and some of the other characters from different USA series will be talking about it also. So we say big ups to USA yeah. for talking about some important issues going on in today's time. Anybody else with a little newsy and gossipy? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I did read another article. Um, Digital Spy is awesome, by the way. Digital Spy? <laughs> yes. Um, Patrick J. Adams was saying that talking about Harvey and Mike's relationship getting deeper and how they might not still agree on everything, which could possibly cause them to go their separate ways. Oh, say oh, so. No, but who knows if they actually do or if they. Mm. Where's Mike gonna go? Will he's they? Not won't a lawyer. they? Yeah, he's not a lawyer. I know, but I just think that we're gonna. It's gonna be a tough road ahead for their for the healing process of their relationship. Well, that's a great segue into predictions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And now, your After Buzz TV 
so we know Daniel's coming back. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know we have a little Katrina Bennett in the house. Mm-hmm. What do we think's coming up? I think the firm is going to be in the fight for their life. Mm. That is my prediction. And it's going to go down to the wire. That's what I think. And I, I think um, it's going to test uh, people's relationships. And uh, I think that there may be an opportunity for them. Well, not opportunity, but they may come. it may come close to a possible merger. That they might have to at least put it on the table to talk about it. With Zane or with someone else, you're thinking? Uh, with Zane. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a really good prediction. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, whoa. Can, wait I just, a minute. can I just say ditto? Right. Gross <laughs> <laughs> your birthday. You yeah. can say whatever. You can say whatever. Um, no, I definitely think that the we're up for another big fight. I think that, you know, the first half of the season was them fighting to get Pearson Hartman control again, and they thought that was a big fight. Now the that was just a battle. Now the war is starting. Interesting. And that things are going to get crazy. They're going to get messy. Mm-hmm. And I see Harvey and Jessica going at it because, you know, those tense situations, because... Harvey wants his name on the door and there's just all these other little things that are happening that like I could see their relationship really being tested like you said Mm -hmm. and but let me ask you this when Jessica and Harvey are speaking is that sexual am I on just on sex today (laughs) I think I'm just on sex today (laughs) that I'll leave for another day (laughs) but I think no. I never caught it as sexual. I've always thought no. of it like as a mentor mentee type. But the way they talk, she's like, "Well, you know how I feel when someone tries to cut me at the knee." You know, it's like no, it's, it's, oh, it, it's, it's an interesting way of speaking. Yes, and I'm like, "Is it me or is that sexual?" <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's just me. Well, you know what? Now my mind's gonna go there See? every time they're in a co- having yes, a conversation. Yes, every time they have a comment, or when they were um, quoting, what was the Untouchables? Yeah, at the yeah. End? Untouchable quote. Fest. And the way that they do it, and the way that she sat down, you know, it's just something about it. It just like. Hmm. Hmm. You're, I don't think you're alone. Let us know. Yes. Are you, are you Am I alone in this? this sex, Am this I alone sexual? in this? Hmm. I don't know. Sexual tension with Jessica and Harvey. I don't even know if I want to think about <laughs> that. I mean, <laughs> kids would be awesome, oh my amazing gosh, lawyers, you know. Yes. And gorgeous. And beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. I, okay, let me get back. Okay. <laughs> <that. laughs> From, I think, can I say ditto, ditto for prediction? Yes. But I do. Unfortunately, I think Harvey and Jessica are going to really bump heads and I think Mike's going to continue to be that good angel on Harvey's shoulder like they said in this episode like here we go Mike with you know speech number 162 mm-hmm. like yeah. I think Mike's going to continuously do that to Harvey to kind of put him try to put him in check will Harvey listen I don't know so I see a little I didn't see I was about to say three way tension but I don't want to yeah, yeah you <laughs> know I, I'm, I'm just I'm there but I'm I do sorry. see tension between several parties <laughs> put it that way <laughs> Leave it up to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I think we handled. Yeah. All yeah. right. Suitors, we suited up. We, we hope we handled up. everything handled for everything. you. <laughs> My name is Tara Johnson. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Path to Passion. And I'm Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TweetT22. And I'm Ashita Onray, and you can find me on Twitter at Ashita Onray. And you can follow our after show at Suits After Show on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to us. We're talking back to you. Until next Sunday, I won't be here, but these ladies will be holding it down. Yes. We'll handle it. We'll handle it. <laughs> so we'll see you sometime soon. And happy, happy, I can't even talk. Oh, <laughs> happy yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, yes. go football. <laughs> go Beyonce concert. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.